Hi, are you thinking of restarting your career but don't know where to begin? Do you see other women returning and you wonder how they must be doing it? Are you curious to know what the recruiters look for when hiring a returning professional? Worry not, because this podcast is meant just for you. Tune in to Flourish, a one-of-a-kind podcast meant for people returning to work. This podcast will not just help you restart confidently, but also thrive and flourish in your second careers. I am Selvakani Selvaraj, a corporate HR expert, a career coach and a psychology practitioner. And I am Deepthi Rao, a tech professional, a return to work mentor and a certified happiness coach. We are corporate professionals with over 40 years of collective experience. We know what it takes to build, pause and rebuild a successful career, all the while being parents, caregivers and family nurturers. We are delighted to share our experiences, both success and failures, our knowledge and expertise in this space for those restarting their careers. Welcome to the third episode of season one. So I am ready, Deepti. I want to get started today, let's say. But then where's my resume? I've got so many questions on how to build my resume that reflects my brain and now my readiness to get back to work. I'm sure this will be the next thing on your mind. Precisely why we have Pragati Sharma joining us here for sharing some useful, insightful thoughts on this most important part of the journey. Hi, welcome Pragati. Welcome Pragati. Thank you ladies, thank you for having me. It's our pleasure. So introducing uh, Pragati to our audience, uh, she's the founder of I4 HR Consulting, a talent solutions company that works with more than 100 companies including both startups and MNCs across India and international regions, helping them identify the right leadership talent for them. Earlier to this, she spent over two decades of talent acquisition and management in media, telecom, retail, e-commerce, healthcare, and education across several regions, such as those of India, Middle East, and Africa. She is here with us today to share tips and tricks of the resume for returnees. One thing that stuck me about Pragati's company was that, you know, it's an all-women team of 20 full-time consultants. Wow. Welcome to the show, Pragati. Amongst these all-women team, you know, I know there are a few returnees as well. So, Pragati, over to you. Thanks, Deepthi. Yes, absolutely. We at I4HR Consulting prefer um, hiring women returning back to work. Why? Because their drive, their passion to prove themselves is a rare one to find anywhere else. Uh, let me also share that we have three women today in their late 30s, early 40s, who joined us after a maternity break. And since the time they joined us, have doubled their pay. Wow, that's fantastic. So Pragati, tell us, uh, I have a resume. I took a break and now do I enhance it? Do I update it? I mean, of course, everyone knows the basic do's and don'ts like adding your contact information, location, clean formatting, spell check, grammar check. But over and above all this, 
comes the piece of let's say decorating or camouflaging a career break that brings us to the first question that is on top of my head whether should i camouflage my career break in the resume i would say sit down in a very quiet peaceful place gather your thoughts right um you must mention your break in the resume right um and let me try share um from experience uh, and live experiences for that matter on how it can be done so that you don't lose out on the opportunities just because you had a break okay um firstly mention the break secondly mention the reason of the break in the most honest way possible right you have to positively reframe what you did in the break and and let me share very interesting uh, instances where one profile uh, that we got uh, had a woman stating worked long hours and committed to raising a healthy child uh, now look at the sentence right what does it tell you it tells you that she's open to working hard and at the same time she's developed a health consciousness right um today we have femtech women tech organizations um at a seed stage or at a startup stage why would they not want to hire someone like her okay um or for example i have raised my twins and i learned the art of multitasking with focus on child nutrition again uh think about so many companies today that work in the maternity space or child nutrition space now why would someone not want to hire this excellent experience validate it and use it for their growth exactly the idea is not to hide the career break but also not highlight it so much that you know we lose out on the opportunities that would come along the way in addition i may have done several things uh, pragati like during the break as well right so in essence how should one factor this while writing the resume i remember my current hr consultant so let me share again um one of the one of one of the most i think relatable examples of um someone who during their break uh, was raising their children but also pursued kathak um and took it on the professional route so she started taking exams uh took it down as a serious vocation during that time right so she put that down in you know as that experience with the degree that she attained at the end of the um two or three years if i remember correctly now this experience um i would strongly suggest is a very very positive note in the cv right so caught obviously our attention um and and therefore would urge everyone to mention when they take up a hobby and earn a degree for example so if this was a hobby pursued without seriousness don't mention it but if you achieved a certification or upskilled as we use it please mention that so many digital certifications that are taken these days whether it's linkedin or universities or foreign um, um certifications please mention those right um and also try draw a parallel to the skill learned for example if you did an art course um apply for the you know make it relevant to let's say a role in visual designing 
okay uh, and how that has enhanced your experience uh, and probably validated for yourself also for dancers for example dance is not just about the art but it's also about discipline it's also about putting in hard work and so for this kathak dancer um it meant that she is an all round performer uh, so a ratings in her last couple of performance appraisals and during the break someone who pursued certification and did extremely well yeah sounds like a very useful set of examples for us to consider and apply that in our own individual experiences any other tips pragati while writing the resume um i think we we underestimate uh, sometimes or be shy away uh, on the little things right so um you know you, you you usually will pivot away from the role that you were doing before maternity so when you want to come back to the workforce you tend to um usually change the role at least that's the trend we've seen so it's important to highlight on any upskilling um and on the other hide please understand someone like me probably goes through at least 100 cvs uh, every day now if you were to write something that is not templatized right which is not copy pasted from google um it would be amazing because these these creative lines from you will catch attention so a recruiter is so tired of looking at the same text uh, the same format that anything personal and creative is so refreshing so be confident um that your skills are of value to the job that you are applying for right um and may also inform you that background checks and salary papers are always asked for at the end of the process um so let your resume have the correct facts right such dates and durations and the years mentioned um otherwise please customize it and let it reflect you Uh, on that cv that's true pragati correct it should be about me right it's not a copy paste from google like you mentioned right it should have the genuineness and what i actually bring to the role that's interesting but one thing you know like how does this apply uh, for varied lengths of break maybe you know from a year to almost 9 to 10 years are these tips applicable for all different situations what is your take on it pragati pretty much yes um see any break which is up to maybe 2 or 3 years is absolutely normal or understandable or relatable right um if let's say for whatever reason um and there's so many of them right let's say it had to extend to more than 5 6 years maybe 10 years right um i think the only thing that a recruiter needs to see if you have that longer break is that you're flexible you realize that the world out there has changed maybe um and you're open to it right just the open mindedness is what a recruiter needs to see from someone who's coming back to work got it now shifting gears a little bit pragati um as an applicant each one has their own myths about this applicant tracking system famously called as ats by the recruiters there is this belief that uh, oh if i have a word in my resume that says break a career break the system automatically sort of filters them out uh, and therefore um, the resume wouldn't even come to the purview or the attention of the recruiter is that true 
No, I think it's more about how your resume looks more than the word break, uh, Selva, right? So if you're applying for a relevant position, if you're applying for a role that your experience and profile matches, right? That's why they call it fitment. Uh, it will never be scraped, right? So be conscious of the keywords. Be mindful of not applying for a job that does not match your experience. So don't apply for a sales job if you're an application developer through an ATS, right? Also, every job that you apply to will be vis-a-vis -a, -vis a job description. So use the words in the job description to your advantage and see how you can make that fitment. Yeah, that's aptly said, uh, Pragati. You know, the job description, the JD, uh, is a true giveaway. Um, now, what does a recruiter look for in a CV? You know, I've heard that it's just like five seconds, you know, make or break of what we call. So how do you frame it, you know, to catch the eye in that five seconds? Yeah, it, it is it is a five second screening by a recruiter, at least in the first go, right? And therefore, uh, very simply, the words that they are looking for, um, like we mentioned in the JD, are the words that should pop out from your resume. So if they're looking for sales, then let it be sales, business development, customer acquisition, so on and so forth. You should work on the resume summary, right? The first page for that matter is the most important one. So let your experience start from the most recent one to your first one. Always focus on your strengths. Let there be emphasis on something you can talk about, something you have achieved around, maybe rewarded on, even if it was long time back, but focus on your strengths. Um, I always recommend that references are good. Um, if you know someone working in the company, if you know someone who's an ex-employee, uh, if nothing of that sort, then please look at your mentors, mention maybe your ex-boss. Um, they're good and if relevant to a job opening, they can work wonders. Um, always highlight your projects. Um, a recruiter or a hiring manager wants to be certain that your work experience, the responsibility that you had are relevant to the role that they are hiring for. Right. Sounds like you're saying keep it real and compelling. Um, also, you know, not to exaggerate to the point that it becomes a bit unbelievable and uh, really trying to make an impression. Uh, so at that point, even if your resume cuts it through, the interviews become harder because then you have to justify your resume. So make it clear and unbelievable and really make it authentic. For instance, I've seen that, you know, sometimes people are part of a particular project, but just to highlight it, they say I've led the project. So when actually they possibly were just a team member only. So the idea is to uh, keep it compelling, but keep it authentic. That's correct. Yeah, Selva. Keeping it authentic, right, uh, is very important even for us later to take it on in the interview phases. Now, on the other hand, right, what if my past experience is not relevant for the new opportunity I want to explore now? So how do I take it forward with my CV? Let me let me share a story here. Uh, and this is from someone who's part of my company today. Uh, this is someone who was probably in their late 30s, um, had a child. And I think in the last <clears throat> couple of years, 
they ran pre-COVID a uh, a retail outlet. You can you know draw a comparison to a, an apparel outlet, for example, that they ran and had a team of about five six people. Um, successful business, very confident, but um, post um, COVID and obviously the baby, it became very difficult and they had to shut it down. So two, three years or even maybe a four year gap from their side and they applied for a job uh, to us. She came through a referral, if I remember correctly. But having said that, when we saw the profile, it had nothing relevant to human resources for us. It almost had nothing relevant to recruitment, talent management, even L&D. Um, but we hired her, right? Uh, and so what were what did we find? Uh, of course, she did go through about two or three rounds of interviews. But what did we like? What did we see in her profile? Very simple. We saw customer focus. We understood that the apparel business is a difficult one. Uh, women are the most difficult customers to handle also. So if she had done that, um, customer focus would be very sharp. The second was she had managed teams, right? And even if the teams were four or five people, um, she would have had challenges there, maybe dealt with conflict, um, had situations where she had to take decisions, right? Third, of course, was communications. Um, she was mature. We knew she could deal with clients uh, both in a mature attitude, but at the same time, be able to communicate, not just in the language, but articulated in a uh, business-like way. Um, so yeah, she got hired. And I think about a year and a half down the lane today, she's one of our top performers. And I'm extremely proud to have her in the team. Right. So I think we we'll just draw that uh, parallel and say, what change are you looking for? Are you clear on what roles you want to apply for? Just highlight the relevant areas, the relevant experience you have had. Uh, if not in skill, then in attitude. If not in attitude, then behavior, in leadership, vis-a-vis -vis that role. And that should work for you. That is so heartening to hear such stories, uh, Pragati. It really brings home that you don't have to be that 100% perfect for the role as long as you believe that you are right and share in clear terms how you are relevant for that role and that that's what the role of the resume itself. So um, clarity is the key um, there. Now, uh, interestingly, it's always uh, easier to build up the resume from a point of reference. Let's say I've had a copy of resume. I need to really edit it or make changes, customize it and align it and so on. How about situations where maybe I'm just a campus hire who have who I've not had any experience of writing a resume at all. I don't have a resume. Or or that I've made was so long ago that I don't know where my resume is. I, I think it's better to start afresh and start from a clean slate. So where do I start from given that? So we had a um, we had a candidate called Rekha who came up with a similar situation, right? Um, and and someone with great achievements, someone with <clears throat> probably recommendations that would probably be enough. She would need to make a CV, right? Um, I think you have to um, you have to start somewhere, right? Um, you should. So what she did was very simple. I told her, why don't you just write about 
write a two page um, summary on just the journey of your life. You can break it into two or three um, years, right? As probably, um, you know, stages in your life, which is write me a story. Mention um, office changed, role changed. I had family issues, whatever comes to your mind. So when you have that basic two pager, come back to me. Um, and lo and behold, when she came back to me, I think she already had a resume in her mind. So mostly it's about getting down to that activity, um, penning it down. After that, uh, usually the run is pretty smooth. Interesting. I like that concept, what you told of a storyline, right? That, that's exactly what it is about, right? When we sit down to think about what we've done, it's like everybody has a story to tell. And that probably removes the tension from my mind that I am not doing a CV right away. I'm writing first about my experiences. That's an interesting uh, concept, Pravati. Um, and, you know, the next thing is like, you know, there are, of course, a lot of tools available now. And what with chat GPT all around? Uh, what's your take on, you know, the usage of these tools for creating the CV? So there are many tools available right um for benchmarking of profile make my resume resume builder i mean a lot of a uh, lot of online and offline options available my suggestion would be write that story first then put it into an online you know tool that probably just brings it out for you but more importantly if you are using outside professional help right? Uh, and we do it at uh, i4 Consulting also. You must block a session that is about you and talks for, or at least lasts for 40-45 minutes, where the person on the other side or the consultant is trying to understand you first. Uh, and when I say understand you, it pretty much means understanding highlights of your career, your strengths as an individual, um, and, and, and really brings those out. And, and more about the self-awareness process there, uh, which is extremely important. At the same time, look at benchmark profiles on LinkedIn, work on yours. Um, resume is, is your personality. It's your words. So the more you customize it, the more differentiated you will be amongst other applicants. Right. And be conscious of the job you're applying for. Um, I think I said this earlier also. The same resume will not work for all job application. Customization is the key to your resume getting shortlisted or you um, landing an interview. Well, that's such a key word for me, actually, Pragati. It's like this, right? I mean, we don't wear the same dress for every occasion. You are in a travel, you are in a travel attire. You go to a formal meeting, formal places you then think about uh, suiting yourself in formal uh, wares. Similarly, at home, it's different. For festivals, it's different. So why should it be the same resume for all 10 jobs that you're looking for? Unless they're exactly 100% ditto, same to same, which in real life uh, doesn't happen very often. Yeah. Now, um, you mentioned a few things about this paid tools, right? Or online and offline tools. Continuing from there, what's your take on using a paid service such as a resume writer? And what kind of uh, applicants uh, find it most useful? Um, I think no harm. Obviously, if you want to, please take up a resume writer. If they are ready to enough, you know, spend enough time with you, right? Like I mentioned earlier, 15 minutes is not enough. 
you got they got to give you time especially if you're coming back to work they will need to delve deeper into what your personality is what are the skills uh, that are going to be still relevant 2 years 3 years 4 years down the line right they have to understand your challenges right and they have to help you overcome them during this exercise so while it's resume writing resume is about you right so resume makers cannot be automatic tech tools um they have to invest and come up with two or three strength areas but what that also does is tells you what the roles that could be relevant for you uh, as they exist when you start applying okay so one tip from my side i think just look at someone who's worked as a hardcore recruiter i mean recruiters have that i they know the shortcut tips and they understand their tribe uh, so if you can catch one of an ex recruiter uh, i think that would be my uh, tip for you fantastic pragati lovely summing up so many things together for us right there's a lot more when you actually put the pen to paper if you're feeling overwhelmed don't worry we are with you on this amazing journey of returnship yes absolutely that's why our next episode is all about the actual process of writing your resume once you figured your storyline once you figured what the theme of it is and you understand basically what your experiences are so uh, tune in to know more in our next episode but before that it's time to say thank you to pragati for her time and valuable insights to our listeners i'm sure uh, it's really really useful for career returnees to really take away a few tips from you so thank you pragati for your time and um, my pleasure Thank you so much. Thank you so much, Pragati. It was very exciting talking to you. Thanks for joining us. Your feedback is our inspiration. Be generous with your rating. We love five star ratings because it will help us reach many more women who are looking for that inspiration to restart. and do share the link of our podcast in your networks look up our show notes to know more about our speaker and about our podcast we hope you liked hearing our podcast remember to like share and subscribe to flourish press that bell icon and follow our podcast do email us your comments at flourishme@gmail.com find out more about us at flourish.org Remember to spell the she when you type flourish. Why just survive when you can thrive and flourish in your career? Until the next time in our next episode. Signing off.